Christmas edition of the Accidental Tomatoes podcast. Well, welcome everyone to another brand new episode of the Accidental Tomatoes podcast. And it is our second annual, I guess it's annual when you do your second one, right? (laughs) So we did it last year. We're doing it again this year. Have yourself a snarky little Christmas in Accidental Tomatoes land. Uh, And so we're going to talk about all of those things about Christmas that kind of just get under our skin and, um, or, or a hot take or, or whatever. So I've got, um, the, the ever, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The ever energetic and effervescent. That's the word Heather Moore and Jenny Williams. Oh, I'm effervescent. Yeah, you're both effervescent. Woo. Yeah. Does that mean I'm spicy? It's, it can mean whatever you want it to mean. <laughs> Twice the spicy. Um, we, Let's let's talk about the Christmas snark. So I gotta I gotta say up front before we start into our stories. Um, so we did this last year, and it was one of the most fun episodes we did. And so this morning, um, knowing we were going to record this here uh, this evening, I went back and listened to it again, and um, it really made me miss our former co-host Brandon Wood because Brandon brought a lot of really good snark to the table. So shout out to Brandon, wherever you are out there making rock and roll music and um, being a, yeah, being Brandon. a star. Brandon. Yeah. Um, but, but here we are. Um, and we're going to talk about the things about Christmas um, that just make us a little bit snarky. So. Um, so do you want me to go first? Am I, am I going first tonight? Yeah. So here's, yeah, you get to go yeah. first, host. Yes. <laughs> so here's here's my um my my snark about Christmas, my hot take on Christmas. Here's the thing that I hate about Christmas this year. It, it I'm gonna. It's two things, but they both fall under kind of the broad heading of what I would call white people Christmas. And those things. What <laughs> Christmas? Oh yeah. I need, I need to drink. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Dreaming of white people, white people Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. Um, so under that heading, I'm including Hallmark Christmas movies mm-hmm. and it's a TV commercials where people give each other cars for Christmas. Both these <laughs> things both piss me off to no end at Christmas time. <laughs> Bring it. So, let's hear it. So there. let's start. Let's start with the Hallmark movies. Okay. There are 1,462. I don't know how many there actually are, but there are a lot of these. I was like, did you look no, that up? No, I didn't. Um, but they all have the exact same plot. White girl from the city. Executive. Executive in a stressful relationship of some kind goes to the hometown in rural America for Christmas to visit family or some goes to a funeral. Show off or, that she's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Comes across the ex-boyfriend from high school. Um, who's now who's a cop. Now a, yeah, or, or a cop or the the local, like... A mechanic. Yeah, handyman, good guy, Ooh. everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Your good old chick. Yeah, falls in love, has the relationship, you know, drama and all of that. Um, and the happy ending at the end. And everybody in the movie um, has a minimum six-figure salary. Um, and lives in, you know, big subdivision type houses and 
it's just I'm I'm sick of it. Like I can't I can't watch any of them. Um, like talk about redlining. I yeah, mean. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Um, and oh, and if sure. they do have people of color, they are horribly tokenized um, in all of these mm-hmm. shows. And um, I I'm over it. I'm over it. So that's 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 the hallmark movies and then but but hand in hand okay wait go, wait before you go on yeah we gotta dig into right, that right. one yeah yeah we gotta we gotta dig into that okay so they're white and they're heterosexist and they're christian yeah right? although yeah. not always is explicitly the because you know hallmark still wants to draw in the secular crowd but yeah. right but they're, but they're, they're i mean they're christmas, christmas. Yeah. So, but maybe. but many of them do star Candace Cameron Bure in the leading role. So make of that what you will. Did I pronounce her name right? I don't even know her name. Is that right? I don't know. Full House. Full yeah, House. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Kurt so Cameron's I looked it up, sister, Joe. So, you know, yeah. Right. I looked it up and and when we're looking for Hallmark specifically, Hallmark branded Christmas movies, there are 39 oh, of Hallmark branded Christmas movies. Um, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Jesus is the reason for the season, Heather. And um, there, there is a 40th and and it says this on the interwebs, but I also have secondhand experience of this. There is a 40th movie that is a Hallmark Hanukkah movie. Oh, because we haven't know. tokenized the Jews yet. right? We haven't tokenized Their the Jews. Their interface. Yeah. They and are so advanced. They're so advanced. And so I know this because my supervisor is Jewish and we were recently traveling for a conference and she downloaded it and watched the Hallmark Hanukkah oh, no. movie. Is it hot garbage? I don't know. It made her really happy though. <laughs> 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 it's like... That doesn't mean it's not hot. See, this makes me wonder: right. is there a Hallmark Kwanzaa movie? I don't know. I mean, um, I'm willing to bet, like, like all them. of it on Double Jeopardy. Like, no, I think, I think that's fair. Yeah, because yeah. racism. Do, and, and here, right. yeah, so let's just to get over the technicalities. Do we also fold in Lifetime movies into like? Are they the same thing essentially? Oh, I don't know. Like, that's a whole nother Sarah McLaughlin category. <laughs> Okay, I just killed Joe. I think Sorry, I'm dead. guys. I'm dead. I am. <laughs> okay, but deceased. there's a, there's another component too. Is is these are straight white? Oh yes, yeah, Christian. Yeah, yeah. Right? Oh yeah. So there was what was it called? It was a couple of years ago. There was like a um, a queer Hallmarkish Christmas movie that was the happiest season or something. I'm gonna have to oh, look it was up. Was that with the gay time. couple? With the gay couple, right? So one's out to the family, or one is not out, and they go to the you know partner in the relationship they go to their family's house it was a lesbian couple and they're not out and you know chaos ensues trauma so, yeah yeah there was a little bit of um probably a little more tension in that than the tension between the big city executive woman okay. and the mechanic from the hometown watch out i mean yeah. if you get your heels stuck in the snow like that's big tension okay <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I don't know if we can handle that because wow. then it breaks down, and you need a man to save you. It's yeah. a good thing he's a mechanic. <laughs> good thing. Thank you, he's, Jesus, baby. He's a handy fella. <laughs> oh man! You made right. me completely lose my train of thought. No. Oh, okay. So <laughs> associated with 
these movies is um the 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 Christmas time commercials um where people give each other cars as Christmas mm-hmm. gifts. Nobody does that. I even the rich people I know don't give each other cars for Christmas. Like it's, right? they rent cars. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. Here's a Lexus, honey, with a big red bow on it out front. And you know, and here's what in orange because that's what here's you wanted. what ticks me off about those is it raises the expectations of other like people watch that and say, Ooh, I should be buying my spouse something much more extravagant than, you know, the oven rack that I just buy, you know, from Lowe's. Or, that we generally need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dyson <laughs> vacuum cleaner. Hey, Dysons are expensive. Dysons are That's expensive. a fancy yeah, gift. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's just this, it's like, it, but they just make it look like this is what people do in America. We buy each other Mercedes and Lexus and things for Christmas or, or a big honking, you know, in where we live in, in Appalachia, you know, a big honking Chevy Silverado or Ford F-150 with a. Oh, with the booster yeah, and the yeah, big window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extended cab. So, that's the shit. Yeah. Nobody does that. Why advertise that as good? Advertise your cars. I don't care. It's not a Christmas present. It's not a Christmas present. Um, and it's, yeah, even for white people, but it's also, not a real Christmas present. <laughs> how do you hide that? They pretend like they're just going to drive it up and like park it in the driveway overnight. Yeah. And then Christmas morning, it's a surprise. Yeah. Like you can't drive home a car because you have yeah. whatever. Yeah. You you just can't white people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Listen. So apparently I'm queen of looking things up here on this episode because you're a data I, analyst. You're our fact checker. You're our fact checker for this episode. Like we that. needed it. Now I had to I'll t- had to look up this meme that I saw. So it's a yard sign, and it's uh you know like you know the ones that say like in this house we believe love is love, science is real, all that kind of stuff. The so power of love, yeah. Yeah, it's so at each of the lines, it's in rainbow color, right? So each Ooh. line is the color of the rainbow. And it says, in this house, we celebrate happy Honda days, Lexus <laughs> December to remember, Merry Toyota Thon, Mercedes winter event, Chevy red tag sales event, December is about savings. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> They've Merry made Chrysler. a meme of my favorite <laughs> Christmas. Live, yes. laugh, lurk, yeah. you know. Oh my God. <laughs> Somebody bail me out here. Who's next? Get me out of this. <laughs> Heather's next. Go, Heather. Speaking of live, laugh, lurk, um, one of the things that is my least favorite about Christmas is the decor. And, you know, I'm all for the seasonal attire. I wear tacky Christmas sweaters because I can. But the thing that gets me the most is some of the outdoor blow-up decorations. Oh, we talked about this last year. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love when they're deflated and it is Armageddon. (laughs) And then you walk inside their house and it's like the Christmas, like, shat from the inflated thing into your house. And now it's an explosion (laughs) of pine smells (laughs) and some bath and body candles and a live, laugh, love reindeer. Like... (laughs) I can't handle that because <laughs> it's, you know, in the summer it's lighthouses and then in the fall it's like pumpkins and scary shit. 
And then at Christmas time, you've got your creepy Santa who talks at you because he's wearing batteries. You've got Frosty who sings at you. And then you've got like a reindeer that glows. And I don't even know how to process that. Like sensory overload central right there. Plus, not to mention the four trees, one white with like yellow decorations, one purple with like Halloween decorations and one's green. And it's got all of this beige white people decorations. <laughs> I went on a diatribe and I can see these people dying on the Zoom call. So <laughs> like, cause I just need to go back to lighthouses. That's where I had to just peel okay. off into laughter because it's the same people, right? Lighthouses. Yeah. That's such a brilliant observation. Oh, that's, um, that's amazing. And the potpourri, like, not like the, the fake spray potpourri oh, to make your, yeah. make your house smell like Christmas. No, I'm sorry, Janet. Smell like tree <laughs> while using an artificial tree. Uh, Heather, what Heather, what about um looking at lights? Looking at lights. Oh, oh driving through Lord. the neighborhood and all of the Yeah, yeah. so let's um let's talk about a waspy, like rich white people activity. <laughs> You know, we're going to set up our evening. We're going to have a gathering at our house. We're going to uh, get everybody together for some like holiday themed drinks. Maybe we'll watch a movie like, you know, I don't know, Santa Claus 12. And then we'll gather and maybe go see some Christmas lights because there aren't Christmas lights anywhere else. Let's just go take our christmas vehicle from last year our christmas <laughs> and go drive our escalade with 12 people in the back to go look at christmas lights because that's a holiday thing like that's some white people shit oh man who does that like have you ever lived in a city i mean come on i know i'm a white people and i too am guilty of going to see the lights but also like that's gas money expensive now look, Heather, you just shit over all the people who go up to what's it called in Wheeling? Oh, Ogilby? The, yeah, the festival. Oh of yeah, Lights. Ogilby, Cedar Lakes. Yeah. If you're in Jackson County, West Virginia, yeah, all of I our mean, local parks here now do it. Which honestly, like I, I would rather do that than the neighborhood tour because you don't want to creepily drive around slowly around a neighborhood. Well, and it's just, but shot. it's it's. All of the best lights are in the richest neighborhoods, which just gives those people that much more of a platform, you know, to say, hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. Hey, look. Oh, on like the Grinch 2000 with Jim Carrey, like Martha May had that fancy light shooter like (laughs) taking us way back here. And like she's exemplary of some white people Christmas light shit. She's just like shooting it everywhere. We are, we are now Listen. the Griswolds of our neighborhood, of our like block, because we're, we're not because we're extravagant. We are the only house on our block that puts out any Christmas lights. And so we are the <laughs> default Griswolds of West 8th Street mm. here in Williamstown. Good for you, Joe. You're really achieving you know, high yeah, in life yeah. there. My sister just moved to a neighborhood where one, one of these neighborhoods, which isn't as fancy kind of as what you're talking about. Um, but everybody's got something on their lawn or hung up on their house. Is it a and deer? 
<laughs> it's not a, it's not an Appalachia. And uh so the neighbors all wanted to know. They moved in this summer. The neighbors all wanted to know, like, look, we all do lights on this street. And people know us as the light street. And they come around and look oh. at the lights. So your the previous owner of your house did not participate in this. And we Ooh. just need to know if you're going to participate. You've got a talking to? Uh, a and uh, it, they were very inquisitive. A gentle encouragement, sure. And then my sister found out <laughs> that they bothered him so much that he finally got one inflatable lawn ornament and set it up, and it was the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, oh, I thought that was great. You know, you know, you can really expand on that and throw your trash out and piss off your HOA. (laughs) Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. I'm sensing a theme. I'm sensing a theme. What white people Christmas 2022? I think think that's our, um, our snark seems to be largely centered on uh, the, um, the caucasity of Christmas here. It really do be. Jenny, you have some thoughts. I do. You know, you guys, I just can't bring snark this year as far (laughs) as like my own personal topic to this, because this is the first year as an as an adult that I have not served a local church as a pastor. So still ordained, but not serving a church. I'm going to tell you what December is real different right in my life. And um, so it's. I just love it. <laughs> you love the cheese. I love it. Like I I never had bandwidth to really pay attention to much of anything before. So we don't send Christmas cards. This is not something we do. Um, so I didn't like have any sort of stress associated with it, but I do the bulk of the shopping for um our immediate family and our extended family, and that's a lot. And <clears throat> Um, yeah, never like maybe we threw up a Christmas tree or something, but you know, never I threw up a Christmas spent a lot tree of once. Time. It's still a little bit scratchy in my throat. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't put a scarf on it or like frosty. <laughs> so like not a lot of decorating, lived in parsonages, you know, didn't want stuff to have to move to the next house or whatever. Like just you know, go into stores and hear holiday music. And you know, Frosty the Snowman or whatever, and just sort of having wonderful Christmas time. (laughs) Why people doing a podcast about Christmas? (laughs) Carry on. You know, I used to go into stores occasionally, whatever, and hearing the Christmas music or hearing the holiday music, just the winter songs on in the background was just sort of like. You know, you go into the grocery store and you hear Huey Lewis and the news playing, right? Or you go to the beach and some other different kind of music is blasting. And so it's just like, oh, this is just this music, right? Just different. It didn't give me any particular emotion. I have all the feels this year. I am like, give me the lights. Not Not the neighborhood lights, but like lights in plastic you know, uh, like pine garlands that sit on a mantle. Those are amazing. <laughs> like, Cranberries, pine cones. 
sprinkle that shit. I don't think people, I'm guessing that our listeners don't really have an appreciation for what it is like to be a Methodist pastor that lives in a parsonage that the church owns that you have very little autonomy over what you're allowed to do. Like, I mean, I think that feels like that's a big part of what you're talking about. It's okay. A parallel is that you are a renter and you have no say. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, but you also know you're going to be constantly moving, right? So you don't want to acquire stuff. And you're probably getting some shit from a committee about it. Yeah. And the other thing is just how, you know, people might not kind of really be able to put themselves in this position if they're not pastors, but it's just so busy. It's not like it's a little busy. It's like busy all the time because as a pastor, there are things that you have to do for church and there are more. If you celebrate Advent, you know, you, you these there are lots of things you do in the services at the very least, like get a different person to read the, the scripture for the lighting of the Advent candle each week or, or whatever. And, <clears throat> and then Christmas Eve, which to me always was really stress inducing because there's always these moving parts, mm-hmm. right? There's something and special that's happening on Christmas. Caitlin Eve is always calling you at 1130 PM to ask about something that's happening in six weeks. What's that? Who is Caitlin? You know, like your standard Deborah or Karen <laughs> is calling and she's like, there's something that's happening that has absolutely no effect on me for another six weeks, but I need an answer right now. You better answer. Sure. Sure. And like <laughs> lots of pastors, you know, go to the parties of the Sunday school classes or that kind of stuff. Okay. So all of a sudden I have like a normal month of December, like other people, and I'm a person who celebrates Christmas. And so I'm just loving it. And it's really different to think of this as a different time of year that does not require my careful attention, things I've been planning for, for months and months and months. It's just, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm really excited to get to have dinner with my family on Christmas Eve. Cause I'll tell you what, what I usually do on Christmas Eve is get the early service done. I haven't eaten all day. I literally every Christmas Eve go to McDonald's in between the two Christmas Eve services that I would have as a pastor and like shove something down my face so that I had enough calories in my body to continue for the 11 o'clock Christmas Eve service. Like I know those services are really meaningful to people. So I'm not um, upset with those services. I'm just relieved to not have that kind of planning and execution pressure um, this year. Are you going full cheese, Jenny? uh, I would say I'm going like medium cheese. Okay. So you're going like cheddar cheese, not like Gruyere cheese is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Not going American cheese. Here, yeah. I'll, White American cheese. Lest I, go, lest I go too much on a pastoral rant. Let me, let me say this. This doesn't have anything okay. to do with being a pastor. So this is my one little sappy, sappy piece of Christmas stuff. So we always watch the Charlie Brown Christmas special, always. And no one better you ruin, come out for that. Don't. Jenny Williams. I'm not going to ruin it. Better not ruin it. I promise. Brown. I won't ruin it. <laughs> Obviously, no, really, there are, this thing that's been around for years and years. Wait. There are obviously problems are. with it, but it's I'm going to speak fondly of it old. <laughs> right now, which is the reading of Luke 2 in that, which I st- still can't believe that was made for a popular TV special, right? Like, how is this even happening on TV in the world today? Um, and Linus reads it, mm. right? And I always loved his cadence as a kid. And so he says, 
he always says, like, he's got kind of a mouth almost full of marbles. Like he says, and the angel of the Lord appeared, right? And it's this really sweet kind of like little kid sounding thing. Well, one year when I was a teenager, I got asked to read that count in the Christmas Eve service. And I grew up in this big <laughs> church where there was a, like all this pomp and circumstance. And I had to practice so much because every time I came to angel of the Lord, all you could <laughs> do was hear Linus. Linus in my head. And to this day on Christmas Eve or Christmas, my mom will be like an angel of the Lord. <laughs> Sweet little moment, uh, right? For my childhood. That, yeah. That's good. That's so good. That's so good. <laughs> Thank you for not ruining Charlie Brown Christmas for all of the people out there in accidental tomatoes land. Because I'm sure there are ways we can deconstruct it. But I, yeah, I'm sure uh, there yeah. are. And I'm touch on a tender it, moment. I'm gonna let you guys have that moment. Thanks, Thanks Millennial. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Brad Davis, the man, the myth, the legend. Surely there is something about Christmas this year that is that is getting under your skin a little bit. But Brad, what's on your mind? Let 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 us let us hear what's going on in that magnificent mind of yours. Happy Advent, Joe. Have a penitent <laughs> Advent. <laughs> um. So. So yeah. Um. What What is getting under my skin during this holiday season in the lead up to Christmas? It's the same thing that gets under my skin. I think every year in the lead up to the Christmas season, and and. Let me just say this, Christian folk, Christian folk, please, please, enough, enough with the ginned up, <laughs> manufactured outrage, manufactured persecution about keeping Christ in Christmas. Stop it. But. But the war on Christmas. The but, war but. on Christmas. <laughs> the fall war on Christmas. Oh, man. Yes. I'm here to launch the war on the war on Christmas. Yes. How about that? Absolutely. <laughs> that, you know, that there is nothing in, in my mind, though, that there is nothing more Christmassy. There's nothing more Christmassy than for a follower of Jesus, the Christ child, scream in someone's face in the middle of a public space, Merry Christmas, because the person refused to say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry, in, merry indeed. Have a merry GD Christmas. Yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, it's yes. like, you're right, man. You're right. It's, it, yeah. it, it's like, you know, folks, it, it's almost as if the church, the American church anyway, is so, so desperately wants to be persecuted. Something. That we have to manufacture persecute. We could probably do a whole episode on 
faux persecution, right? We, I mean, yes. we, let's, let's stick that one. Let's put a pin in that because I think we could do a whole episode, but you're right, man. The whole Christmas thing, I haven't like around where I live. I haven't noticed it as much as I have in past years. Um, but yeah, the whole, like, you know, let's keep the Christ in Christmas, yes. you know, yes. yeah, you, you know how to do that. Take care of poor people. Absolutely. Stop killing each other. Oppose war, oppose ex- exploitation and marginalization. Preach. Yeah, that'll keep. Yeah, follow the gospel. Do yeah. the gospel. That's how you keep Christ in Christmas. Merry Xmas, man. That's another thing. <laughs> I knew I was setting the tea up for you. That's another thing. <laughs> Merry Xmas, baby. Oh, people lose their minds over Xmas. And even and even when you explain to someone that X is actually a Greek abbreviation for Christ, well, I don't care. It needs to be Christmas, not Xmas. <laughs> it's in the King James Bible. If it was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. now, if if you want to talk about real persecution of the American church. Real persecution is a Charlie Brown Christmas not being aired on network television and just <laughs> on streaming platforms. That's persecution. Oh man, it's 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 the it's the prophecy of Charlie Brown come true. The commercialization of Christmas has finally reached the program about the commercialization of Christmas. Indeed. Indeed. Oh man. Oh man. Gee, anything else on your mind, Brad? You, uh, no. You feel I, better. You got that off your I chest. I do. I feel much bit. better. Thank you, Joe. This has been very cathartic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we sometimes, you know, it's a burden for us to carry these things around. <laughs> so, dear, dear accidental tomatoes listeners, um, thank you for sharing our burden and and allowing us the space to to just get all of this shit off our chest. Yes. <laughs> Jesus says, come to me and I will give you rest. My yoke is light. And this Christmas persecution yoke is not. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you've nailed it, man. You nailed it. It is. Um, it's definitely uh, it's definitely a problem. And um I just wonder, I just have to wonder, Joe, do, do, do folks, if, if folks realize that when they force or, or when they attempt to force folks to say Merry Christmas because to not do so in their minds is taking Christ out of Christmas, I wonder if they realize that in forcing the issue, they themselves are actually Taking Christ yes. out of Christmas. Yes, yeah. The whole oh, the, take taking the, the the whole sentiment of what Christmas is really all about out of the equation. Yes, yes, indeed. I'll get off my soapbox. Now. Oh man, no, I I couldn't have said it better. I couldn't have said it better, Brad. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to um to to hear you. You know, get these heavy thoughts. <laughs> off your chest and um you know I, I i can i can sense now that you're ready to enter into um the season yes you know, with, 
with a clear conscience. And- Indeed. Thank you for providing the platform for me to do so. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Yes. Always a pleasure, my friend. All right, friends. Well, that's our snark. We appreciate y'all listening. Um, please don't take us too seriously because we certainly do not take ourselves uh, too seriously <laughs> at all. Um, we do hope that all of you have a happy season of whatever holidays you do or do not celebrate in your life. Um, we wish for you good things in your life. And Mary Chrysler. And there it is. Mary Chrysler. <laughs> From our home to yours, with all of the candles and the potpourri and the lights and the inflatables. Live, laugh, Lexus. And there it is. <laughs> Happy holidays, y'all, from the Accidental Tomatoes Squad. What do you hate? What do you hate? What's the one thing you hate about Christmas? This has been a special Christmas edition of the Accidental Tomatoes Podcast. <laughs>